Hey everyone, it's Cheryl and Tony. Buckle up for this Friday morning edition of the Disney Drive Time Podcast. It's our big Super Bowl special. Sure. Yeah, yeah. let's call it that. Yeah, we don't talk about the Super Bowl at all during this uh, story. No, but that's okay. Yeah. Uh, sometimes people would rather talk about Disney than the Super Bowl. That's right, especially because you know where we'll be uh, later today? Where will we be? In Walt Disney World. Oh, well, yes, if today is Friday, then yes, you're right. Actually... No, our plane our plane does not land until twelve ten a.m. on the tenth on Saturday uh, morning. So, so technically, very early Saturday morning, we will be in Disney World. We will be in Orlando. Yes. <laughs> okay then. All right. Uh, so let's get started with the first story from the Disney Parks blog. Um, the much-awaited news that nineteen hundred Park Fair is going to reopen has been announced. That's right. Park 1900 Park Fair, which is at Disney's Grand Floridian Resort and Spa, will be reopening, as Cheryl mentioned, on April 10th. Uh, this is great news. It's a buffet dinner. It's a character meal. Yep. Uh, it's, uh, well, I guess there, there are, I was going to say it's one of the few character meals that isn't on a, uh, in a theme park, but they have a number of character meals that are not in theme parks. Correct. Um, but it's nice to what see are, this. What are some of the character meals that are not in... Uh, there's the Chef, Chef Mickey's mm-hmm. at the Contemporary. Yep. Uh, there is uh, the Stitch uh, Breakfast over at Ohana. Mm-hmm. There is the Topolino Breakfast that has the characters. Yep. There is the Breakfast at the Yacht and Beach Club. Cape May. Cape May. Mm-hmm. Um, I believe that the uh, Swan and Dolphin actually have a character meal. Maybe, but now you're stretching. I think you've got... Most of them. What's, uh, there's, isn't there some sort of a character meal on the boardwalk at the restaurant there? Uh, Trattoria El Forno? Yeah. They used to. They used to, but I don't believe it's back yet. It used to be Rapunzel for breakfast. Mm, Right. And I think like the Four Seasons has a character meal as well. Yeah. That's not a Disney resort. So, um, getting back to 1900 Park Fair, (laughs) uh, reopening April 10th. Uh, characters that you can see there are Aladdin, uh, Cinderella, Mirabelle, Tiana, you used to be able to see um, Mary, Mary Poppins, Poppins and the stepsisters. And and since that is, um, you know, the Grand Floridian is going for a Mary Poppins theme now, it seems just kind of obvious that they would have her there uh, occasionally. And that's right, uh, Drusilla and Anastasia, Cinderella's evil stepsisters, uh, are there, were there too on occasion. They used to be, but yeah, yeah. no, not anymore. Did you say who was going to be there now? I did. I mentioned some of them. Okay. Um, but uh, they will be serving breakfast and dinner. There is no lunch there. They have the strawberry soup, which is one of the dishes that they're known for. Right. Most of the kids know it for their mac and cheese and chicken fingers. Okay, well, that's what all the buffets are best known for with the children. That's right. They're adding some new artwork, and uh, reservations will open on March 5th. Uh, as I mentioned, uh, that opening date is April 10th, and it's been almost four years. They have not wow. reopened. Since uh, the COVID, the return from COVID. That's kind of crazy. I wonder why. It's not like there's not enough interest. I think they'd be full. Right. Who knows? Especially given their proximity to, to Magic Kingdom. Right. There are some new wallpapers to celebrate the Year of the Dragon. That's right. 2024, also known as Year of the... Dragon. Dragon. Uh, they have some Mickey and Minnie Year of the Dragon wallpapers. There are at least three of them. Um, and they all feature a dragon, Minnie and Mickey, and lanterns. And uh, they're in some uh, Chinese clothing. So very cool. Um, just part of the Year of the Dragon celebration, which is going on now through uh, February as part of the Lunar New Year. 
Yes, very fun. So do you have big plans for Valentine's Day, Tony? Uh, yes, I believe I'm spending a lovely dinner with my wonderful bride. Oh, is it a, is it a nice dinner at the at a nice time when Cheryl won't be starving? Uh, no, it's after our volleyball. It's after game. volleyball. Yeah. yeah, you know it would have been nice if we had just if I had skipped volleyball <laughs> well, and went right too. to dinner. If you had made me one of the uh, Valentine's Day recipes from the Disney Vault. Ooh, this is part of the Disney Eats series on the Disney Parks blog. And as Cheryl mentioned, they have five recipes to help celebrate Valentine's Day. They have a chocolate martini, a chocolate truffle cake. That is from Napa Rose at the Grand Californian Hotel and Spa. They have beef and shrimp from Cinderella's Royal Table at Magic Kingdom. They have the Lake Buena Vista Club Spinach Salad. That is from the Recipe Vault. And they have rustic bruschetta. Okay. Although if you're a fan of Giada, she would call it bruschetta. Yes. Um, and that is from the Wine Country Trattoria at the Disney California Adventure Park. So those recipes are all there. And if you're feeling adventuresome and want to cook something for your significant other, head on over to the Disney Eats section of the Parks blog. I feel like you could probably swing that chocolate martini for me. I might be able to. It's funny. There were no desserts, were there? Oh, a chocolate truffle cake. I don't know that I wouldn't trust myself with a truffle cake. You might eat it before before it got to me. That's all the news from the Disney Parks blog, so let's head on over to Disneyland. They have a new Magic Key exclusive Valentine's Day Stitch Straw Clip. Ooh, you know, there's nothing I enjoy after I spend $900 to $1,200 on an annual pass than getting a straw clip. I don't... I don't get these, but yeah. whatever. I mean, they're cute. It's just weird to have this thing jingling around while you're trying to drink your drink. Yeah, the straw clip is available at uh, multiple quick service locations at the Disneyland Park. Um, they are an exclusive for Magic Key holders, but they're going to cost you $6.99. Yeah, they're not free. Yeah, and that's with purchase of a beverage. So you have to buy a drink and the straw, which means now you're spending at least $11. What a ripoff. Gee, Cheryl, tell us how you really feel. <laughs> It's one of those shows where I'm trying to move through here and you're getting very real Cheryl because I'm tired and it's time for bed. Gotcha. All right. There are some new Guardians of the Galaxy Cosmic Rewind Wishables that are now available at Disney World, Disneyland, and Shop Disney. That's right. We mentioned last week that the Wishables were returning and that they were going to be based on Guardians of the Galaxy. Now, they were released at both Walt Disney World and Disneyland because what attraction do the Guardians represent in uh, the Disneyland Resort? Uh, the one that used to be Tower of Terror. That's right. The Galaxy of the Guardians Mission Breakout. And uh, they're also available on Shop Disney. The only one that is sold solo is the Group Plush. Um, the other ones are Star-Lord Gamora, a Nova, Car- a Nova Core Star Blaster, uh, and Rocket. Uh, those are sold in mystery bags. So oh. when you buy them, the only one you know you're going to get is Groot. The other one is a uh, is a crapshoot. Oh, that's rough. And those plushes are going to set you back at fourteen ninety nine each. I wouldn't mind so much, but like, what do you do once you already have and you have them and you just are looking for the last one? Right. Then you you pray. Well, then you end up with like two raccoons. You could have two two rockets. You could have three Star Lords. No, that's no good. Yeah. All right. Whatever. So I guess we will not be buying you any wishables when we go to Epcot. Well, I mean, you'll buy me one. You just can't buy me, try to buy me all of them because at some point I'm going to be disappointed. Because with my luck, we would have to buy 43 of them (laughs) in order to get the entire set of five. 
Right. I could buy one. That would be it. Because if I bought two, I could end up with two of the same and then I'd be upset. Well, see, if you bought one, you could buy Groot because you know which one Groot is going to be. Plus and then I you could, could buy, buy one, one mystery one and right. just be happy with that. And that would be it. All right. Uh, that's all our news from Disneyland. So let's head on over to Disney World. All right. Uh, scrim and scaffolding have moved around at Columbia Harbor House, revealing more refurbishment work on the restaurant's exterior. That's right. Uh, they have replaced some of the lights. People are complaining because they say that they are sloppy. Uh, but <laughs> a, uh, a lot of the scrim and scaffolding has been removed. There is still a small bit uh, that remains as you are walking towards Liberty Square. Uh, but uh, I'm sure that will be down very shortly. I think Columbia Harbor House is on the list of places we need to eat this week. All right, duly noted. Refurbishment is moving quickly in the UK pavilion of Epcot. That's right. Some scaffolding went up last month, and it is already coming down as they have uh, partially completed the facade refurbishment, and those are on the buildings that face the uh, garden section of the UK pavilion. Not a, not a section that a lot of people go to, but if you wander back past the stores, there's a whole little English garden back there. It's nice. There's a gazebo. There's sometimes a band playing back there. A lot of times they're um, like British invasion style bands. Right. So a nice area. Sometimes it can be contemplative and peaceful when there's no bands. When there's bands, it's a little noisy. Yes. Do you like how I overly explain that? Kind of like saying, when it's sunny, it will be dry, and when it is raining, it will be wet. Yes, that's a good way to put it. Yes, what else is going on? Um, a little bit more information about the Little Mermaid show that's coming to Hollywood Studios. Yes. Go ahead. Oh, I thought you had more details. No, I don't. Uh, so they have released some of the Little Mermaid concept art for the new show, and they have uh, also posted auditions for puppeteers. So if you're a puppeteer, uh, and you know... <laughs> How many puppeteers do you know? You know, there are a good number of puppeteers. I don't personally know any, um, but Isabel, who goes to UConn, they actually have a puppeteering major. They do. Uh, and many of the puppeteers who work on Sesame Street uh, and with the Muppets have come through UConn. It's one of the few schools that actually has a, a, a puppetry, puppeteering program. A puppetry major. Puppetry? Yes. Okay. Uh, so they have, uh, uh, as I mentioned, also featured some of the concept designs. Uh, they have... Uh, Shown these designs for Sebastian, Flounder, Max, and Prince Eric's dog. Uh, these are expected to be some of the puppets that will be in the show. They're still working on the uh, DVC Tower at the Polynesian Village. Uh, they just put up some more scaffolding because they're working on painting a new section. Uh, actually, they haven't put up more scaffolding. This is the initial scaffolding well, they going didn't... around the building. How were they painting previously? Uh, with big buckets. They'd only painted uh, some of the sides. See oh. the buckets going, yeah, going yeah. there? Uh, now they're starting to work on painting the areas where the patios are going to be okay. in each of the individual rooms. So uh, progress continues there. Great. I'll have to take over for the next couple of stories because they're all about Disney's first quarter earnings call. All right. And I know that you will get uh, very sleepy and tired by being bored by numbers. <laughs> uh, Disney's uh, theme park division made $6.3 billion in domestic revenue this quarter. The overall parks and experience revenue was $9.1 billion. That is an increase of 7% over last year. Um, we know that they are going to be investing a lot of money in the theme parks over the next 10 years. Uh, I believe it is to the tune of $60 billion. $17 billion of that is slated for Walt Disney World. Wow. Um, well, Bob Iger has mentioned that of that money, 70% of that investment is going towards increasing capacity at the parks. Wow. Yeah, that's big. Uh, they also stated that they have 
uh, a thousand acres to expand uh, theme parks in Florida. Wow. So there is a lot of area there. Um, you know, that $60 billion over the next decade is double what they spent on parks and experience in the past decade. Wow. That's, uh, I mean, is that adjusting for inflation, though? Um, I mean, things I, cost double than, than they true. did 10 years that ago. That is true. But, uh, you know, $60 billion is a heck of an investment. It's a lot of money. Uh, and then they did also mention during their earnings call an updated list of openings for Disney parks and experiences coming up this year. Um, in uh, Domestically, we have Disney Lookout Key at Lighthouse Point as part of Disney Cruise Line. That's in June. July 1st, the cabins at Fort Wilderness open. Uh, December 21st, the Treasure debuts as part of Disney Cruise Line. Late 2024, the DVC at the Polynesian Resort opens. During 2024, we have Tiana's Bayou Adventure opening at both Disneyland and Walt Disney World. In 2024, we have new Star Tours characters and stories that is both Disney World and Disneyland. And we also have the new version of the Country Bears opening uh, in Walt Disney World. And then also 2024, Epcot Communicore Hall and Plaza uh, will be opening. Mm -hmm. uh, mysteriously off the list is the Cake Bake Shop by Gwendolyn Rogers <laughs> and the Blue Ribbon Corn Dogs. Never to open. That's right. And of course, the earnings call brings us right into entertainment news, which is another section of the podcast that makes Cheryl sleepy. <laughs> so it was announced that Disney Plus lost 1.3 million subscribers in the first quarter after they had finally reached 150 million. So they're just beneath that 150 million uh, mark. So that's, uh, that's not necessarily good news, but it is what it is. In other Disney Plus news, Percy Jackson's and the Olympians have been renewed for a second season. Uh, you know, these days that's rare because we've seen a number of popular series come out and then their first season they're not renewed. Well, yeah, popular uh things that were going were thought to be popular that turned out to not be. Right. Um in video gaming news, Disney has announced a Fortnite partnership with Epic Games uh following uh a 1.5 billion dollar investment into the developers of Fortnite. So Disney uh, getting into teaming up with Epic Games for a Fortnite collaboration. That is a multi-year collaboration that will result in new games and entertainment universes focused on Fortnite. So we know they've done some Disney overlays there uh, in the past. Uh, jumping back into uh, Disney Plus news, uh -huh. this is big. Yes. The Taylor Swift Eras Tour uh -huh. is going to stream exclusively on Disney Plus beginning in the month of March. Okay. So that uh, that's a good news uh, for Disney because you know the Swifties will want uh, want another look at that. Have a look at it, right? Um, they did release a digital version of the film back in December, but they had some performances cut from the theatrical film. So the uh, this is called oh, cool. the Eras Tour Taylor's version, huh. and that will begin streaming on Disney Plus beginning March fifteenth. I'm going to assume that that will break all sorts of streaming records. Maybe. You don't think so? I don't know. I mean, people, everybody saw it in the theater, but you were just, you're saying there's different stuff in there than right. what was in the theater. Then, yeah, I guess so. All right. Uh, we have some news from Daredevil Born Again. Uh, that is back filming again. And Deborah Ann Wall and Eldon Henson have joined Charlie Cox. Um, there was some question as to whether Foggy Nelson and Karen Page would be in this rebooted version of, Dis of uh, Disney's uh, Daredevil. 
but um, they were not in the original cast list, but there was a creative overhaul during the fall, so they are back. This is the first time the three of them have been on set together since 2018, wow. so it's been a while. Um, that is expected to be released in 2025. Okay. And there was a surprise announcement before the first quarter, quarter earnings call. Um, you know, there was supposed to be a Moana show debuting on Disney+. Plus. Mm-hmm. They decided to turn that into a feature-length motion picture, which will debut this Thanksgiving. Yeah, I did hear that. So that is coming to the cinemas. Um, Currently on the calendar this year, as far as theatrical releases go from the Disney company, and this includes 20th Century Studios. We have The First Omen, April 5th, Kingdom of Planet of the Apes, May 10th, Inside Out 2 on June 14th, Deadpool 3, July 26th, Alien Romulus on August 16th, The Amateur, November 8th, Moana 2, November 7th. 27th. Uh, 27th. And then looking into early 2025, we have Captain America Brave New World on February 14th. Nothing more romantic that's, than... That's what we're doing next year, I guess. Captain America, exactly. And then Pixar's Elio coming to theaters on June 13th of 2025. I don't know why they have this on here, but uh, Avatar 3 coming December 19th, 2025. Avatar 4, December 21st, 2029. Uh, and Avatar 5, December 19th, 2031. What are the chances that by December 19th, 2031, they'll be exactly on track for Avatar 5? I'm going to guess that they're going to be a little late on that. A little late or a little early or three days off or right. four days before? or like. Um, also in development are Frozen 3 and 4, a Zootopia sequel, and a fifth Toy Story film. Ooh, Zootopia. So lots of stuff going on in uh, Disney's studios. Very good. All right, that wraps up the Disney news. What's going on over at Universal? Um, At Universal Studios Florida, there is a new Mardi Gras Parade Light Up King Gator Popcorn Bucket. That's right. King Gator is the spokesperson for the Mardi Gras season. He has a fan favorite float that closes out the nightly parade, and he's being honored with his own popcorn bucket. Uh, The popcorn bucket costs $29.99. It comes with the first fill of popcorn for free and discounted refills afterward. He does light up. Um, It is available across the resort. And instead of a lanyard, um, well, it looked like in some of the promotional stuff he had uh, Mardi Gras beads, but it is just a regular standard lanyard. I thought it would have been fun if they put Mardi Gras uh, beads as part of the lanyard. Yeah, the design of the lanyard... Uh, has beads on it. But, mm-hmm. yeah. uh, and once again, this is, uh, you know, you have to go in through the top of his head to get the popcorn. Fabulous. So. The first Epic Universe merchandise is now available at the Universal Orlando Resort. That's right. There is a new t-shirt which features the Universal Epic Universe logo that is now available at Universal Orlando Resort, but it is exclusive to Universal Orlando Annual Pass Holders and is only available at this time at the Passholder Lounge at Universal Islands of Adventure. The t-shirt will cost you $27. All right. You can now make online reservations for the Monster Makeover Experience at Universal Studios. That's right. We mentioned this in our last show. And in addition to being able to make online reservations, they've announced the ending date for the Universal uh, Monster Makeover Experience. So you can make reservations online for something that's going to be ending soon. That's right. It's going to be ending on April 7th. Okay. This was known as a limited time experience, uh, and they have uh, stated the end time. Um, it is for adults, and it runs around $125, so it is a bit pricey, 
Uh, they have, what, like 30 different monster options for you to do, and it is in the Five and Dime at Universal Studios. Okay. All right. That's all of our news. That's it. Yeah, we'll be gone this weekend, so we won't have a show Monday or Wednesday, but we will be back a week from today on Friday, and uh, hope everyone remains safe. Until then, I'm Tony. And I'm Cheryl. And you've been listening to the Disney Drive Time Podcast. Ha, <laughs>